Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Monday, July 25th. U.S. equities finished mixed as the markets awaited a busy week of earnings, economic data, and events. A large swath of S&P 500 members are set to report this week, including Dow member Apple, while the Fed will meet to discuss monetary policy and is expected to raise its target for its Fed funds rate by 75 basis points for the second straight meeting. Treasuries finished lower, lifting yields, and the U.S. dollar continued to trim a recent spike to multi-decade highs. Crude oil prices closed higher and gold traded to the downside. In light equity news, Newmont Corporation missed the street's earnings estimates on lower metals prices, and Weber issued third-quarter guidance that came in below expectations while also announcing the departure of its chief executive officer. The economic calendar kicked off the week, showing Dallas manufacturing output fell further into contraction territory. Europe was mixed, and Asia finished mostly lower, with the global markets bracing for an eventful week. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 91 points, or 0.3%, to 31,990. The S&P 500 Index increased 5 points, or 0.1%, to 3,967. And the Nasdaq Composite decreased 51 points, or 0.4%, to 11,783. In moderate volume, 3.5 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.2 billion shares changed hands on the NASDAQ. WTI crude oil increased $2 to $96.70 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price advanced $10.80 to $1,716.60 per ounce, and the dollar index lost 0.3% to 106.45. In equity news on Monday, Newmont Corporation, ticker symbol NEM, reported adjusted second quarter earnings per share of $0.46, cents, below the $0.66 cent faxed estimate, with revenues flat year-over-year year at $3.1 billion, slightly above the street's forecast of $3 billion. The mining companies said higher average realized gold prices and higher gold sales volumes were offset by lower average realized co-product metal prices. Newmont Corporation lowered its full-year guidance for consolidated gold production. Shares traded sharply lower. In other equity news, Weber, ticker symbol WEBR, issued third-quarter guidance below expectations. The company said that net sales performance was affected by slower retail traffic in all key markets, both in-store and online, as well as continued foreign currency devaluations. The company also announced the departure of its chief executive officer, Chris Scherzinger, who will be temporarily replaced by chief technology officer, Alan Matula. Shares dropped. The second quarter earnings season is set to shift into high gear this week, and the markets are paying close attention to guidance and the health of profit margins and economic activity. Festering inflation pressures have forced the Fed to get aggressive with its monetary policy tightening despite signs of slowing economic growth. Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, discusses the economy in her latest article titled, What's Going On With Jobs? How the June jobs report was cheered by economic bulls given its strength in level terms, 
but rates of change among leading indicators don't favor a soft landing outcome for the economy. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. And you can read all of our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Monday, Treasuries dipped and the inversion of the two-year and ten-year notes remained intact, but has narrowed with the markets grappling with an aggressive Fed to fight high inflation and what the ultimate impact will be on the economy. Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones, discusses this in her latest article titled, Fed Rate Hikes, Why Are Bond Yields Falling? noting that the Federal Reserve's pledge to curb inflation appears to have resonated with the market. She adds that if the central bank raises rates as much as recent projections indicate, the risk of recession rises. Kathy concludes that, consequently, bond yields have been pulling back from recent highs and the yield curve has flattened. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. The yield on the two-year Treasury note was up five basis points to 3.04%. The yield on the 10-year note gained two basis points to 2.80%. And the 30-year bond rate increased three basis points to 3.03%. The Dallas Fed Manufacturing Index dropped further into contraction territory with a reading below zero for July. The index fell to negative 22.6 from negative 17.7 in June, compared to the Bloomberg consensus estimate calling for a decrease to negative 18.5. The index hit the lowest in two years as new orders and general business activity both contracted at an accelerated pace, while the outlook for companies remained in contraction territory along with the growth rate of orders. The regional manufacturing report sets the stage for this week that will see some key data and events headlined by the Federal Open Market Committee's, or FOMC's, monetary policy decision on Wednesday. The FOMC is expected to raise its target for the Fed funds rate by 75 basis points for a second straight meeting. The decision will not have updated economic projections, but will offer the customary press conference from Chairman The decision will not have updated economic projections, but will offer the customary press conference from Fed Chairman Jerome Powell, which will likely be highly scrutinized as the markets try to determine how aggressive the central bank will remain at its next meeting in September. Tomorrow's economic calendar will come in heavy as markets await reports on May's S&P CoreLogic home prices that are projected to increase 1.5% month-over-month on a seasonally adjusted basis and 20.6% year-over-year, and new home sales for June, which is expected to decrease to 660,000 from May's 696,000 reading. Additionally, we will get the Conference Board's July Consumer Confidence release that is predicted to have a reading of 97.2 from the prior month's 98.7 and this month's Richmond Fed Manufacturing Index, which is projected to drop to a negative 14 level from June's negative 11 reading. A reading of zero is the demarcation point between contraction and expansion for the Manufacturing Index. In international news on Monday, 
European equities finished mixed on some cautiousness ahead of a busy week that will include the key monetary policy decision from the Fed in the U.S., along with a ramping up earnings season on both sides of the pond. The Fed is expected to hike the target for its benchmark Fed funds rate by 75 basis points for a second straight meeting ahead of last week's decision by the European Central Bank to hike its benchmark interest rate by 50 basis points. The markets finished mostly higher despite a July report on German business sentiment that showed although the assessment of current conditions deteriorated by a smaller amount than expected, expectations fell more than anticipated to more than two-year lows. The euro dropped in late-day trading versus the U.S. dollar amid gas price concerns after Russia announced plans to curb natural gas flows on the Nord Stream 1 pipeline while the British pound maintained gains. Bond yields in the eurozone finished lower as prices increased, but rates in the U.K. were little changed. Inflation is the main driver of tighter monetary policies and dampened consumer sentiment and business sentiment. But Schwab's chief global investment strategist Jeffrey Kleintop notes in his article titled, Shortages Have Led to Gluts, how inventory gluts have been bad news for the stocks of companies experiencing them, but could also be indicating an inflation peak, which tends to be an ingredient for market bottoms. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. The UK FTSE 100 index increased 0.4%. France's CAC 40 index gained 0.3%. Spain's IBEX 35 index rose 0.4%. Italy's FTSE MIB index advanced 0.8%, and Switzerland's Swiss market index was up 0.3%, while Germany's DAX index decreased 0.3%. Stocks in Asia finished mostly to the downside as the markets braced for a heavy week of earnings data and the Fed's monetary policy decision out of the U.S. Chinese markets decreased as technology stocks led the way, The country denied reports that it is preparing further concessions for U.S. regulators to try to address delisting concerns. Markets in China declined even as the nation reportedly is set to offer a property developer bailout fund. Equities remain skittish amid persistent inflation pressures that have a host of central banks led by the Fed aggressively tightening monetary policies, which has recession worries elevated. These concerns have been exacerbated by the disruption of COVID-induced lockdowns in the world's second-largest economy of China. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes in his article titled China's Yo-Yo Economy that although an economic rebound in China is underway according to government and private sector data, its economy and stock market may remain volatile. The cool-off of the U.S. dollar's rally did not seem to buoy sentiment. In economic news, consumer price inflation in Singapore came in hotter than expected for June, and Japan's department store sales slowed last month. Well, just as the markets were closing, Hong Kong reported that its exports fell more than expected for June. Japan's Nikkei 225 index declined 0.8%, with the yen holding on to Friday's gains. The yen had fallen to multi-decade lows since March, as the Fed gets aggressive with its monetary policy, while the Bank of Japan has abstained from tightening its policy. 
China Shanghai Composite Index decreased 0.6% and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index traded 0.2% lower. India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index moved 0.6% to the downside and Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index finished little changed while South Korea's Kospi Index advanced 0.4%. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will bring the producer price index from Spain and Japan along with the GDP report out of South Korea.